Hey guys, it's Anthony Wilson, and welcome back to another enlightening episode of the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson, and today we're going to delve into the deep theme of God's redemptive love. Um, as we explore this profound topic, I want you guys to really understand how much God loves us as a people as a world, even in the brokenness and flawedness that we see on a regular basis, God loves us, all of humanity. Um, we're going to be diving into John chapter three, verses 16 through 17 out of the New King James Bible. And uh, as you join me, we're going to uncover the boundless depths of God's redemptive love, the kind of love that transforms us and changes us and remakes us. Uh, as we set the stage uh, to truly understand God's redemptive love, we have to lay some groundwork. And so let's go grab your Bible. Let's go to John chapter three, verse 16 and 17. Some of you know verse 16 by heart, but not a lot of people know 17 is so intimately connected to it. And so I'm reading out the New King James Version. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Man, that's good. He didn't send his son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That was Jesus' mission, was to make a way for the world to be saved. Not just Jews, not just Gentiles, not just black, not just white, but for the world to be saved. And this shows the extent of God's love. Uh, God's love is extensive. In this passage, we witness the limitless extent of God's love for humanity. It proclaims that God so loved the world. The word world here refers to not only individuals, but the entire of humanity. God's love encompasses every person, regardless of their race, nationality, background, or even the sins that they committed. God is not picking and choosing by sins who he loves and who he doesn't love. Man, thank you, Lord. This, 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 this is beautiful because it shows the unconditional, unstoppable, undisputable love of God, that his love is so passionate and so powerful that he desires for the whole world to be saved. Not just the, the, the human beings, but even the creation According to Romans chapter 8, verses 20 and 21, it says, For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of uh, corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Creation is going to be delivered. Creation is going to be transformed. Creation is going, to, is going to be changed. And so God's love is not just transformative for us human beings, but all of creation is going to feel the effects of the redemptive power of God. 
man, that makes me want to just be, get excited and just shout and run like, man, that is amazing that he cares about every aspect of his creation. Because you remember when he created it, he said it was good. He was pleased with everything that he created, but then sin corrupted and tainted and stained everything from humanity to the, the, the trees and the water and the skies and the sun and the moon and the stars, all tainted by sin. And so God's plan to redeem man also includes his plan to redeem the place where we will live, man. Now, that's a whole nother study on its own, and I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to stay on track. We see the extent of his love, but we also see the price of his love. Now, we ask ourselves, what did God do to demonstrate this boundless love? Well, the verse shows us he gave his only begotten son. God's love is not mere sentiment or empty words. It's actionable. He didn't just say, I love you. He showed you, I love you. He didn't just say, I love you. He went out of his way to demonstrate it. He sacrificed his son, Jesus, who willingly came to earth to bear the weight of our sins. He paved the way for redemption. This act shows the extent of God's devotion, proving that his love surpasses mere emotions and extends to redemptive actions. God wants us to be that way as well, not just to say we love our neighbor, not just to say we love people, but actions seem to speak louder than words. And God showed his love for humanity through his actions. Oh, man, he, 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 he's not a, 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 a standby, a wait and see kind of God. He initiated the actions. He stepped into this thing first. The Bible says that he loved us first man. And he showed that love uh, through sending his son to be the sacrifice for humanity. How many, how many feeling good about that? If you, man, if you are grateful for that, I want you to type in the comments. I am so thankful for God's love. How many want to just give God praise for God's love? Man, that is just so amazing and so exciting for me because God's love transformed my life. I don't know about you, but if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I don't know where I would be. That's what the old folks used to say. But we see the extent of God's love and we see the price uh, uh, that he paid, but also the purpose of Jesus's mission. Uh, moving forward, we discover in verse 17 that Jesus's mission was not to condemn, but to save. God did not send his, send his son into the world as a judge prepared to deal out punishment for sin. Instead, he sent Jesus to offer salvation to reconcile humanity with himself. This clarifies that God desires God desires to redeem us, excuse me, got so excited, uh, to restore the broken relationship so that we may have everlasting life. Now, when Jesus comes the first time in scripture, he comes as the savior, as the redeemer. But when he comes back, uh-oh, and we're studying through Matthew 24 on our Wednesday night Bible study. When he comes back, he's going to come back as the righteous judge. But his initial entry into the world was to redeem, not to punish, was to save, not to destroy. Oh, man, it feels so good. 
Thank you, God. And so yeah, Jesus came as our savior, as our redeemer, as the one who bridged the gap between us and God. Uh, he's the one who extends and shows and uh, exemplifies God's love, grace, and mercy towards mankind. Man, if we were in person, I would tell y'all to give God a praise in the house. <laughs> Amen. For God's uh, purpose that he sent Jesus for, the mission that he sent him on. And because of this mission, we have to now uh, embrace, embrace God's redemptive love. Uh, we must consider the implications of the redemptive love of God. Believing in Jesus is the key to unlock the door to God's redemptive plan. And by faith, we can experience salvation, eternal life, and restoration of the relationship with our Heavenly Father. This is not something that we can earn through our own efforts, but it is a gift freely given by God's grace through Jesus Christ. You need to embrace this. If you're already, um, if you've already confessed Jesus Christ as Lord, then continue to embrace it more and more. That that is his loving plan to redeem man. And when you uh, embrace it, then you'll begin to share it with others. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and you're watching this video, I pray right now that you uh, confess him as Lord and embrace this redemptive plan that God has, that he is not willing for anyone to perish, but he desires that all come to repentance, all come into the knowledge of the truth, all be saved and be in his loving care. He doesn't want people to perish. I know people believe that about God, but John 3, 16 and 17 uh, begs to differ that God's plan was to save mankind, not to destroy them. God never meant for anyone to go to hell. God doesn't mean for anyone to be destroyed. And he set in motion a plan to make sure that no one has to unless they want to. Now, if they want to reject God's plan, if they want to push him away, if they don't want to accept what he's giving, what he's offering, then, 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 then they have made their choice and their decision. But it's not because God wasn't willing. It wasn't because God didn't extend the olive branch. It wasn't because God didn't love them enough to sacrifice his only begotten son. As we embrace God's love uh, in our lives, we conclude this session as we reflect on the transformative power of God's redemptive love. It is through his love that we find meaning, hope, and purpose. By embracing God's redemptive love, we discover our true identity as the beloved of God. Ah, Agabetos, where my where my Greek readers, Agabetos, 27 in your strongs, the beloved of God. And we are called to share this love with others. In doing so, we participate in God's redemptive mission. We become a part of the mission. We become a part of the team, the Great Commission. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28 and verses 19 and 20, he said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I taught you. And lo, I'll be with you always. He invited his disciples to be a part of his redemptive mission. And we are a part of that redemptive mission. Those of us that have uh, confessed Jesus Christ as Lord, we have a mandate on our life to, uh, uh, to, to, to take to others this love that God has for them. And so as we come to the end and we think about God's redemptive love based on John 3, 16 uh, and 17, 
I hope you find this exploration meaningful and inspiring. Always remember to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Continue to support this channel. Thank you for your blessings, for your donations, for your giving, for joining the channel, for sponsoring our podcast. All of those things help us to be a blessing to others. God bless you. If you enjoyed this video, like, subscribe, and share this content with others. Thanks for watching. God bless.